coming up on this episode of an older gay guy show but sadly for many older gay guys they didn't have a place that they could go to for that isolation was not just because of covid 19 but rather something that they live with day after day year after year And good day, my friends. You know, I've been thinking a lot about what life is going to be like when the pandemic is truly over and how much of life will be permanently changed. Today's episode is about the future of LGBTQ life. But first, a bit of personal news. Now, guys, I have always tried to be truthful with all of you. I basically open up my personal life and, I don't know, I go back and forth sometimes of whether or not I should be telling you everything or not. I don't know. But I'm going to share a bit of personal medical news. Now, I would normally not tell you this, but I know it is going to affect my shows in the future. And as many, many of you have become my friends, I just want to be as open as possible. Today is Friday, April 23rd. I went for an eye exam. Because of my medical crap that I have to deal with every day, my cholesterol and triglycerides and blood pressure and newly diagnosed diabetes have all led to a problem. They discovered that I am bleeding a bit in the very back of my eye. Now, I do not have symptoms, so that is good. The doctor said that if I cannot get my numbers in line with where they should be, if I continue to live and eat the way I do, I will possibly lose my sight eventually. But... If, in fact, my doctor and I can find a way to bring down my numbers, the eye might repair itself. I'll tell you, <laughs> the, the thought of my eye bleeding is a bit weird. I mean, who, who has ever heard of such a thing? I did actually see the spots on photos that they took of my eyes. I saw the blood leaking in the back. Blood doesn't, like, come out of my eye. It doesn't shoot out of my eye. I guess my body absorbs the small amount my eye produces. Anyway, that's, that's kind of yuck. And what a creepy thing to have, you know? I mean, a quarter of my tongue was removed a year and a half ago from cancer, and now my eye is fucked. It's just hard for me to comprehend. Anyways, one of the things I need to do is to use a series of three eye drops and warm compresses. They said probably doing that three to four times per day, possibly for the rest of my life. And the big thing that I need to do, and this is why I'm telling you this, is that I cannot strain or tire my eyes. 
Therefore, I'm going to go on to the Jockstrap Stories podcast and leave a message that I will not be able to begin to read the sequel book for maybe up to a year. My eye has to completely heal first. I'm only telling you this because at times it may affect my schedule for producing the podcasts and videos. Most times, things will be fine, but there may be periods where I have to take a short hiatus from my productions. So, okay, no dwelling on this. Life goes on, and, you know, my life has been so wonderful, so good. I truly have nothing to complain about. And to be honest with you, I already take 18 prescribed medications per day. What is a bit more? (laughs) Throw them in. I'll take them, whatever's necessary. I will be fine. And my shows will continue. So thank you for listening to that. The title of today's episode is How Do We Hold the Senior Gay Community Together? I am Joey Hernandez. Thank you for joining me. AdamMail.com is pleased to offer listeners of An Older Gay Guy Show a special deal. You can get 50% off almost any one item, including free shipping, by using the discount code AOGGS, which stands for An Older Gay Guy Show, at checkout. AdamMail.com has got you covered. And now, without any further ado... Let's talk a bit about life after the pandemic. So guys, it's now Saturday. I had to stop recording last night because my eyes were dilated by my eye doctor and I just couldn't focus. So I had to stop. I'm recording again today and I will put this episode out later today. So I wonder how much of life will actually return to normal after all this is truly over. Now, depending on your source of information, there are various predictions. Some think, although they are in the minority, that life will completely return to normal. And with the exception of some unfortunate closed businesses that will not be able to recover, this theory is that we will be back in crowded malls, completely full movie theaters, jam-packed music festivals, and full indoor sports arenas in no time. On the other side of the coin, there are doctors predicting that this is the new normal for the world. But ultimately, we just don't know what it will be, because in this modern world, nothing like this has ever happened. So as much as we don't know the outcome of society, those of us who are older and dealing with diseases and conditions that go along with aging will most certainly question whether or not we will take that chance and step back into the world. 
the video that I did on an older gay guy show YouTube channel this past week talks about my fears. Type 2 diabetes, long-term HIV survival, heart conditions, cancers, autoimmune diseases, all these and so much more are issues that we will have to factor into our decisions whether we will return to crowded activities. Sunday brunches, replacing church for many older gay men who have been burned by their religions, might in fact drop off, reducing them down to a once-in-a-while treat with far less participants. That is so sad because that was such an important part of the weekend for so many gay men. Gay bars, those social circles for many of us over the age of 40, we relied upon to meet up with our friends and cruise our potential future husbands. Drinking, eating, dancing, sex, all that and more were found at our local watering holes. How much of that is now forever gone? And what can replace that for us? Maybe, in fact, we need to think about the things that we can control. Our daily lives, our loved ones, family, friends, etc., might be the most important in life because the enjoyment of these interpersonal relationships keep us healthier, give us a more positive attitude, for the most part anyways, and they are our emotional support. They will help us survive whatever the future holds, and if our lives might be shortened by either more pandemics, or just the diseases and conditions of aging, shouldn't we make sure that we don't waste any time? Shouldn't we keep those in our social circle closer than ever? But some cannot be with their support system. Distance and medical issues, including the fear of COVID-19, have separated some from their families and friends. Think for a moment. Can you just imagine being alone, housebound, through all these many months? Most of us are so lucky that we were sheltering in place with loved ones, or sometimes maybe even just a roommate. But we had a companion to talk to, to eat with. We were not alone and isolated. It breaks my heart to know that some of you who are listening to my voice right now are in these situations. We didn't have enough time to really prepare our lives. If we had more time before the lockdown... Maybe we could have gone to a loved one's house. 
we wouldn't have been trapped alone. But sadly, for many older gay guys, they didn't have a place that they could go to. For that isolation was not just because of COVID-19, but rather something that they live with day after day, year after year. And as we age, we become more withdrawn from society. Our places that were considered to be an integral part of our lives, our neighborhood bars, our restaurants that we would gather in, many of these disappeared even before the arrival of the pandemic. Life was changing at such a rapid pace, and maybe because society has changed enough that we can now go out to any restaurant, any nightclub, and often feel welcome. We don't just have to have our own gay places anymore. We now fit better into society. The younger generations are not interested in hanging out at a neighborhood bar that might have become a bit run down due to the lack of patronage. Nightclubs were catering to a younger crowd, and us oldsters simply didn't fit in. And so I pose the question, how do we hold the senior gay community together? In many ways, the internet has been a godsend. There are sites that we can go to at any time, day or night, and find people that we can converse with. Now, granted, many sites are set up specifically for hooking up and dating. That's not what I'm referring to here. But rather, there are guys online in various groups looking to talk and just have a friend. I have found Facebook to be quite impressive with their many LGBT groups. I've also mentioned in the past the meetups, which if offered wherever you may live, meetup has many social groups, including those specifically for LGBTQ people. You can post on them anytime, day or night, and there are always other people that are posting in each of the groups that you can talk to, and they are around the world. But what I wish, what I truly, truly wish, is that someone in all the different parts of the country, a group of people, would take a chance and create a club like it was in the past. They could start out offering a return to the 70s night with dancing and cheap beer. Sunday afternoons, often called tea dance, brings the happy-go-lucky and partially inebriated brunch crowd to dance from usually about 4 o'clock p.m. to about 8 o'clock p.m., And then with the bar part, the quieter part, 
staying open until whenever your area's last call is. Now, I'm not a finance person. I can't even begin to figure out the cost of doing something, but that is why more established gay bars, the ones who do survive this pandemic, maybe they should have a retro 70s tea dance or maybe a certain night like Friday nights. And the earlier, the better to make sure us older guys can go to dance and still get home early. But, and there's always a but, a big but. So let's talk about your big but. <laughs> Sorry, that's Pee Wee's Big Adventure. But so, but, but so many of us talk about how we want those golden days back. And we'll say things like, if they had a tea dance, I'd sure go. Or, I've been dying to get back out and dance. Count me in. And then some club has the balls to do a retro dance. And guess what? Very few actually show up. And so the management of the bars, they discontinue the dance because it seems like no one wants to go to this kind of dance night because everyone was all talk. They said they wanted to go, but when push came to shove, no way. They weren't going to go and go out and support this. And I have to admit, yes, I have no doubt that at some point I've done this same thing. So we had better figure out some way to still connect us. We have the capabilities of becoming hermits. Some of us are already well on our way. But don't you have a deep desire to still connect with people the way we used to back in the 70s? And I should say, of course, without the AIDS deaths and that. Dancing, partying, hooking up, orgies. Oh my God, let's not leave out orgies. I've never been to an orgy. But a funny thing about orgies I want to mention. When Paco and I first got together, he spoke maybe 75 to 80% fluent English. There were still many words that he had not learned, and he was always striving to learn more. One day, he asked me for the name of a utensil that he was holding. And I said, that's called a butter knife. Then later that same day, I don't remember what we were talking about, but somehow I mentioned the word orgies. And then I said, oh, by the way, an orgy is, and he interrupted me and said, I know what an orgy is. And I looked at him <laughs> and I said, you mean you don't know the word for a butter knife? 
but you know the word orgies? I still throw that up to him periodically. I think it's a freaking riot. Guys, I don't have an answer to how to hold the senior gay community together. I just wanted to start a dialogue. If you have an idea, please make it known. The LGBTQ Facebook groups are a great way to start. We can't let our community slip through our fingers. Guys, I apologize. I know I wasn't super animated in this episode. Um, I'm sorry, just dealing with what I had to deal with yesterday. I'll be better in the next episode, I promise. My friends, I do just want to take this last minute to tell you I just love you all in every part of the globe. I have been shown so much kindness from my audience in the last five years, and I will always strive to keep you entertained. Sometimes I may hit the mark, (laughs) and many, many, many other times I will not, but I will try my best to not have any interruptions to my shows because of this new eye situation. I love doing these shows, and I do truly love all of you. My best to you all. I will see you next week. Bye for now.